This week's show is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts, helping podcasters get their shows off the ground and running at a low, low cost. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com today to get started. Hit up the contact us section, fill out your information, and your show could be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast platforms in no time. It's professional-sounding podcast production done the right way at a low rate without you ever having to think about any of the production stuff you don't have to learn how to edit you don't have to learn how to get your show wherever you need it to get to all you have to do is sign up with pretty easy podcasts worry about the content worry about being creative and doing your show your way go to prettyeasypodcast.com. This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. If you smell what the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL. Welcome, football fans. This is July 2nd, 2019. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Vince. More than any position in the XFL, quarterback will dictate the quality of the play when the season begins. With that said, today we are exclusively talking quarterbacks, and specifically current NFL quarterbacks. We're keeping an eye on is potential XFL signal callers. So get into the pistol formation, Vince. Scan the defense. Call for the snap. It's bonus episode time, man. Yeah, this is one I've been looking forward to. Uh, we've all been talking about how it is the quality of the play, and it starts it's with the, the quality quarterback. of the play. But like you said, and you know, we're going to be running down some depth charts in the NFL, uh, and there is a lot of quality players i think out there that that could be had by the xfl i can't wait to get into it yeah and we have a little criteria we're going to set up here in a second but before anything vince i want you me all the general patrons listening live on our youtube channel or uh, any any subscriber to the main feed who's listening to this about a week later i just want everybody to know there's only three words that matter when we're talking about these quarterbacks do you know what those three words are vince I'm going to guess good, crisp football. Good, crisp football. <laughs> That's it. I'm not quite sure. You should be sure. You should be so sure. It is good, crisp football. Good, crisp football. That's, all we're, that's all we care about. This isn't about rooting for certain guys. This isn't about, you know, uh, biases against their colleges or anything they've done. This is just all about hopefully having the eight best possible XFL quarterbacks and Many of them might already be on NFL rosters, and that's what we're going to look at today. Vince, do you believe that all eight XFL quarterbacks that will start game one are currently on NFL rosters? Uh, I'd say at least 50% are, are on this list here, maybe more. Um, yeah, you know, guys could come out of, out of nowhere. I mean, there were some quality quarterbacks that we saw listed in those showcases. Uh, so yeah. you'd think you'd see some from there, but uh, uh, I guess we're, I'd say at least 50%. That's where I'll, I'll stand. Did someone either, so now either someone's watching the Women's World Cup on delay at your house or someone saw a bug? <laughs> it was the former there. Good. That's a good thing. Well, uh, yeah, we're all happy for the U.S. women. Um, you said 50%. I'm going to say not all eight. I'm with you there. But I'm going to say at least five. Yeah, I think that's a fair number. Maybe, and 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 I <laughs> and I would I would bet on six. I would bet on six are currently on NFL rosters going into training camp, which we're three weeks away from. So this is uh this is going to be fun to watch training camp this year for teams other than the team you root for. I think Vince, because I'm going to be you know keeping my ear to the ground on every quarterback situation throughout the league, which we're going to run through today. But to begin with, to make things clear, we are only talking quarterbacks currently on NFL rosters. You said, Vince, we saw some good quarterbacks at these showcases. We're not talking about those guys today. 
We're talking about those quarterbacks who are slotted to be third and fourth string quarterbacks in the NFL currently on depth charts. We will bring up some second stringers maybe, but you know, for the most part, we're going to be talking about third and fourth stringers. And we're going to look at the bottoms of these depth charts and see who might end up being in the XFL. Credit to OurLads.com. If you don't know about OurLads, uh, uh, they run one of the finest football websites, especially when it comes to uh, depth chart updating. They do it pretty much every single day. So you can really scan through the rosters and, and pick and choose which players you want to see in the XFL, who you think will be in the XFL, and that's what we're going to do today, Vince. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's get to it. All right. We're going to run down each of the 32 teams first. We'll chat a little bit about their back end of the quarterback situation. And then at the end of the show, Vince and I are going to categorize these quarterbacks into three categories. Uh, Potential XFL player, strictly an NFL player. And then the third category is uh, it's going to be our ideal XFL player. This category can include guys we designate as strictly NFL, Vince, but we're going to say we ideal XFL player. The league should go at this person as hard as possible, even if there is no hope. And we're of course, of course <laughs> talking third and fourth stringers here, Vince. So I think most of these guys, the XFL has a good shot at. Yeah, I agree with you. Let's start with the Buffalo bills who only have three quarterbacks currently on their depth chart, Josh Allen, Matt Barkley and Tyree Jackson, who is a rookie quarterback Coming out of Buffalo, Vince. Tyree Jackson, someone you're keeping your eye on. Six foot seven, 250 pound quarterback. Yeah, tall drink of water there. But uh, you know, they you know, they went after this kid, uh, a rookie. So, you know, they must they must feel good about him. They must feel confident that he's gonna make the team, I would think. Uh you, you know Josh Allen's their guy. And Matt Barkley, you know, a, a a capable backup, I would say. So I think that they're going to have this guy just waiting in the wings. Yep. Don't think he'll be on any of uh, our lists at the end. Um, and just to, not even an idea. I wouldn't even say ideal XFL just because there is zero chance at getting him. But to the Dolphins, with a quarterback situation, they got two good quarter or good, I'll say, one extremely mediocre quarterback and one potentially really good quarterback, uh, Rosen and Fitzpatrick, and then it's Jake Rudock, the former Michigan quarterback. Vince, what do you think about him? I, I like Jake Rudock as a player. I really do. But uh, it'll be interesting. Some of these teams, and this may be a theme uh, going about here, is you know some teams only keep two quarterbacks, and you know they try to keep a third guy on on a practice squad situation. Or, or, you know, so it'll be interesting to see if if he, you know, sticks around. They only got three guys. You'd think they'd try to hold on to him. Yeah, and it's also interesting to note whenever you see other teams with a bunch of quarterbacks or maybe some veterans who aren't even signed right now, that, that third spot could be occupied by someone like that instead of Jake Rudock, who I think is the perfect kind of candidate you're looking at who could be a practice squatter, doubt the Dolphins, Especially with a, I don't know, with a defensive-minded coach coming in. Do you think that most teams just do two game day quarterbacks now, right? So yeah, yeah. It's I'm I'm gonna say he's desi- he's looking at a practice squad situation or a shot at the XFL. Does the XFL want him? I don't know if I'm with you on that. Uh, is he, is he athletic enough? Is my question for the fast well, pace that's of a the good XFL. Point. Yeah, you yeah. you got a point there. Uh, so you could you could put him in whatever whatever category you want here, Vince. If you want to keep track of yours. I'm going to say potential for sure, but um, I would I wouldn't mark him as my ideal XFL quarterback. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't say he. Nope, you there? Sounds like we lost you. We'll try to get Vince back here. Uh, as we are, we are live on YouTube for the general patrons. Yeah, we got you back. You there? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say potential. Uh, you know, he he could end up there, but I still see an NFL team holding on to him. All right, as we go through the AFC East, uh, this is this is going to be a fun one because I'm looking at two quarterbacks on the back end of the Patriots roster that <laughs> I would call ideal XFL quarterbacks, and you laugh because you think this is some sort of SEC bias because I covered both these players for a while, but they're just. 
both guys who are athletic who could play well in a league like this, I think. Danny Etling and Jarrett Stidham. Jarrett Stidham, I give absolutely zero chance at being an XFL quarterback. He was just taken in the draft. But Danny Etling, for sure, is I think has a shot at it. And you're talking about a guy who ran a 90-yard touchdown run in, in a preseason in an NFL game. He's got the athleticism. I don't know about the accuracy, but I think he could do some things in one of those one of those offenses in the XFL. How about you? Yeah, this Etling kid, I, I think this is – the XFL is where he belongs, I think. I, I think that's his kind of league. Uh, he, I think you're right on you know, the Patriots drafting Stidham. It, they're not going to waste a a draft pick on a quarterback unless they, they really like the kid. Uh, so I, I think unless he does absolutely horribly, uh, you know, it, who knows? Maybe they'll cut both of them and sign somebody else. But, uh, you know, I think Etling, yeah, he's destined for there. I, I agree. I'd say – Jared Stidham, not potential XFL bound. Danny Etling, potentially XFL bound. Ideal XFL player for Danny Etling. He's on the fence for me. I don't know. The accuracy's not there. Brian Hoyer, the journeyman quarterbacks, the second stringer. No, no chance, right, in New England there? Uh, yeah, I think he hangs on. We can move on. Luke Falk and Davis Webb are on the back end of the Jets roster, sitting behind Sam Darnold and Trevor Simeon who joined them this year as a free agent. Uh, You have one quarterback who was touted as a potential heir to Eli Manning once upon a time. Luke Falk jumps from uh, Miami to the Jets, probably, I think, just to provide information and not be an actual player on that team. So Luke Falk, I would say, is a potential XFL player, especially considering he's played air raid football. Yeah. Yeah, Washington State, big fan of this kid. Uh, I I hope he's in the XFL. I I like him a lot. I would say Luke Falk is my ideal XFL quarterback. And if you are an XFL Dallas fan or or XFL uh, Houston fan or any fan of a team that's probably going to be chucking it a lot, I I think you want Luke Falk. He's done it. He knows how to do it. We'll see what happens with him. What about Davis Webb, though? He leaves the Giants, and he's now a Jet. Uh, this is well, he joined that he joined them la- end of last year, right? Um, yeah. He obviously would you consider him a bust? Was he drafted high enough to be considered I, a bust? I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't think anybody had tremendously high expectations for him. No, but six foot five quarterback who was supposed to do Eli things never. Eli never went away. Even in Eli's worst years, Davis Webb couldn't overtake him, so that might say something. Also, uh, I think the Jets are going to hold on to three QBs. Um, let's go now to our last – or no, that was our last AFC East team we've gone through. Let's switch it over to the NFC uh, to keep away from just the monotony of one conference. The Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, not a lot behind <laughs> D- Dak Prescott, huh? Mike no, that- Mike White is their third stringer. Cooper Rush is the immediate backup behind DP. Yeah, I, I mean, is this a situation where you know they're looking around to bring somebody in, waiting for somebody else to get cut? Hundred percent. I I, yeah. I would. I'm ready to almost bet the farm that one of those backups in the NFC East currently. Uh, not on the Cowboys is going to be Dak Prescott's immediate backup, and I'm looking at someone like Colt McCoy because they got they get, <laughs> they get Case Keenum right the the Redskins and they draft Dwayne Haskins. Alex Smith is sitting there trying to recover from horrific injury. The Colt McCoy's done in Washington. He's got to be. Uh, yeah, you would think so. Um, yeah, I don't. They're probably not much use for him there, I, I guess. What about they, they got they got too much tied up in these other guys? What about young Mike White, who was uh, unsigned out of Western Kentucky by the Dallas Cowboys, six foot five, twenty four year old quarterback? I, he's you know probably a camp arm, yeah, so, uh, probably keeping a seat warm. He's, and, and, he's only yeah, but he's only the third arm there right now. I know. Well, that's he might stick around. Who knows? Um, but you know, I'm sure. I'm sure the XFL will be eyeing him. And that's. I think that's a theme here. Is that you know, especially these first two preseason games for each team, those third and fourth quarters are are going to be really you know interesting with a lot of eyeballs from XFL folk. 
It's the quality of the play. In the preseason, especially, the quality of your play will determine. Cooper Rush is their main backup. I mean, come on. He he wasn't (laughs) – what's going on in Dallas? I I would almost venture to say come February – the or even well, I guess whenever the rosters get settled before then, maybe they'll be all settled by December. Maybe by December, XFL Dallas might have a better quarterback depth chart than XF than the Dallas Cowboys. You 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 might be right. I mean, it, there's I mean, I saw some other bad ones. Uh, I, the one in particular that I think is worse, and we'll be getting to that. But th- this is close to it, I think. Yeah, it's bad. I don't want any of those guys in in the XFL unless they want to give them Dak Prescott. All right, let's go to the Giants. Eric Dungy, Kyle Lalletta, Alex Tanny are the three guys behind Eli Manning and Daniel Jones. I gotta believe they're gonna keep three on that team, just because of uh, the elderly Manning and the inexperience of Jones, but all those other guys are pretty damn inexperienced too. And Eric Dungy, exciting college player. I don't know if I want him in the XFL. Can that guy throw? Really? Yes, he can. Absolutely. This Syracuse quarterback. I feel like this guy's got a lot of moxie. He, he, he's a, he's a tough SOB, Eric Dungy. I'll give him that for sure. I think, and you know, he ran some, some good offense with Syracuse. I I really think so. I mean, you know, they had, you know, they had a good wide receiving core, but, you know, he was able to get the ball to him. I I really like this kid. I, I, if I was an XFL team, I would target him, but I got to think that, you know, somebody in the NFL is going to be latching onto this kid. If, if the giants don't elect to, to keep him here. I mean, that's interesting keeping two rookies behind Eli Manning, but maybe they'll do that. I, uh, you convinced me. I marked him as a potential. Um, super young and super athletic and tough. Uh, well, not super athletic. I just say tough and and, and willing to be athletic. Uh, uh, yeah. But, uh, what about Kyle Lalletta and Alex Tanny? I mean, Kyle Lalletta out of Richmond, Alex Tanny out of Monmouth, both small school guys. Uh, both got Tanny's been all over. He's, I think, played in a camp with every team in the last four years. And then the Giants got Lalletta as well, uh, what, a couple years ago. So you got to imagine one of those guys sticks around as the more veteran guy. I don't know. Are they going to go with four quarterbacks? Are they going to let Dungy go? I'd say they're going to let Dungy go. They didn't even draft him. He's unsigned, right? I mean, there's. I I, I know. It surprises me. He's an unsigned free agent. I don't. Would you want Laletta or Tanny in the XFL, or do you think they could be XFL players? Neither of them excite me. Do you? Uh, I like Kyle Laletta a little bit as an XFL okay. quarterback. It, if you uh, you know, talk about a a mature quarterback who's run teams and been team captain, and everybody was trying to say it was some kind of Jimmy Garoppolo when he came out. Um, <laughs> Not that I would say you hoot and holler about that either, but uh, yeah, I think that'd be a coup. But I don't think Kyle. I think Kyle Oletta's got NFL chances in him. Um, I don't. I think he'd be advised against it. Uh, Alex Tanny, don't know about him. I mean, he's he's in his thirties. I'd say no. I I would want all these quarterbacks to be under twenty eight if I'm an XFL. Yeah, that's inter- interesting GM. proposition there. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with you. Would you? Yeah. Um, the Eagles, they have uh, some youngsters behind Carson Wentz. Um, Nate Sudfeld's going nowhere, but after him, it's Clay Thorson, rookie, and Cody Kessler. Well, well they drafted Thorson, I believe. Yeah, correct. Rookie out of Northwestern. Yeah. So you got to think Kessler's uh, the odd man out, I would think. And, and this is a guy with some NFL experience. Uh, I could see other teams eyeing him. If indeed he he is released, uh, which makes him an, an XFL target, and I I could see him ended up there. I mean, he's uh, I'd say an undersized quarterback who doesn't have the rocket arm. I think you would need to be that's that small, but you know, USC guy could maybe he'll be get a shot in LA. We'll see. I'll say he's a potential Cody Kessler. I don't know if I'd want him. No, having seen him on the field, he's had NFL snaps. I mean, he's been. I've, wasn't he on a team where he got absolutely murdered 
think he was with the Browns. Yes, yes, Brown? yes. <laughs> and the, yeah, it was violent when he was out there. Uh, the all right, Back to the Redskins. We brought them up a little bit. Colt McCoy situation, fascinating. They also have uh, AAF standout Josh Woodrum, who I believe played for Utah, and Alex Smith, who's sitting there with half a leg. What do you think about the quarterback situation with Washington as it relates to the XFL? Yeah, like you said, uh, I mean, hard to believe Colt McCoy is going to be, you know, the the third man uh, there. So Colt McCoy's too good of a a piece to have if you're Washington to not get some something for. I mean, there's going to be some team desperate for a quarterback. At you, some point, and you got to believe. Gonna be a tra- are you going to be trading this guy? Maybe I think yeah. you could get. A, you could get a bag of balls for him if you need it. I mean, someone's going to need a quarterback with experience, and I don't know. Colt McCoy would seem to fit that bill. What chance do you give of him playing in the XFL? Ah, uh, it's probably thirty percent. I'd put it lower. I'd put it under ten. Definitely not for Bob Stoops. Um, but we'll see. Josh Woodrum, what about him, the AAF standout QB? Do you think, could you see Colt McCoy going away, but they keep him on? Pretty solid uh, backup situation they have in Washington. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess guess I'm going to see how these guys perform. I'm going to say Woodrum is uh, is a guy who's got to probably show that he could do what Colt McCoy does at a cheaper price, and then they'll do whatever they want to do with him after. Um, but I see one of those guys I would I would say is potential exit. If Colt McCoy gets cut, I would expect an NFL team to pick him up, but maybe the lore of – maybe I'll put it at 20%. Maybe the lore of actually playing in the XFL. I'll put him as a potential. Alex Smith, any shot at the XFL for him? No, I'm kidding. We don't have to – Talk about Alex Smith. Uh, let's go to the AFC North. The Ravens. I a while back was saying RG three. Now I give him zero point zero chance. And then they draft Trace McSorley, who's going to be playing uh, some, uh, I guess, slash uh, position. He's going to be doing everything. I don't. Know. This is the worst quarterback room in the NFL, maybe ever. Let's let's this for, bad. let's say first of all, for the worst quarterback room in terms of players you dislike immensely ever. That's for sure. You don't like any of these players because you are well, a Steeler not, and a Pitt I, fan. I, Be well, honest. I got nothing against Lamar Jackson. I have nothing against RG three. I think uh, Trace McSorley's a punk, but I mean, this is <laughs> these guys are awful. I, they can't possibly be going into the the season with this room. I I I don't. They have to. You know. You want to talk about somewhere where Colt McCoy sh- should be going? This is probably it. To the. Do you think he could start for the Ravens? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I will say, you know, you know, on on the topic of the XFL, uh, not to talk too much NFL here, but at, at, Trace McSorley is somebody. You know, he is a, you know, I don't like him, but he's a tough dude. No doubt about that. And, you know, is he, is he good Chris football? I, I don't think so. They're all calling him the next Taysom Hill. (laughs) Okay. You know, but he he can get the job done. Um, I think he's probably a little too small to be a Taysom Hill, but this is somebody, you know, if, if your league is built on pace and athleticism, you know, he's somebody that should be targeted by the XFL, I think. I should think he should at least get a shot there. But he, but he's wrapped up with the Ravens right now. Players like him are, are interesting in t- the Taysom Hill experiment in New Orleans. If other teams are able to do that, like the Ravens seem to be trying, these athletic quarterbacks who don't get to actually play quarterback but still get utilized, that's not good for the XFL because normally a guy like him might be sitting on the bench doing nothing, getting angry. But now they might be incorporated into the playbook. So that's something the changing game of the NFL could affect who's available for the XFL. I wouldn't say anybody's available on the Ravens in the Ravens locker room at quarterback. Uh, How about the Bengals? They draft Ryan Finley to probably replace Andy Dalton. So behind them, uh, it's Jeff Driscoll and Jacob Dolegala, 
who was a quarterback for Central Connecticut State, apparently, and is a a, a big, tall, six foot five. Yeah, I I really like Jeff Driscoll. I I I think you know he's you know given given an opportunity, he could really develop. You got a new regime there. Um, I, you know I so are they going to keep him? I think it depends on where they feel Ryan Finley is at. You know, if if he's progressed on, then you know maybe they do get rid of a Jeff Driscoll, who I think the XFL should target. Uh, but you know, if they don't think Finley is going to be ready, then uh, uh, Jacob might be on the outside looking in. Yeah, I got. Um, I don't know anything about the Central Connecticut guy, so I don't want, as Jake would say, I don't want to sp- try to speak intelligently on him. But Jeff Driscoll been watch. I feel like he's been playing in front of a national audience for years. He played for. What Florida played yep. for Louisiana Tech. He got some reps with the Bengals, and that's what you want. Quarterbacks who have not only not only are on NFL teams, but have had reps in NFL games, good, bad, or indifferent, uh, especially at only 26, I'd say he's definitely potential and uh, maybe damn near an ideal XFL quarterback, Jeff Driscoll, who possesses some athleticism, enough accuracy, I think, to fit one of these offenses. Uh, let's go to the Browns, who have a very interesting one uh, because they have, I'd say, the AAF MVP, and Garrett Gilbert is their third stringer sitting behind Drew Stanton, who I'd say is probably, when preseason's over, going to be overtaken by Garrett Gilbert, who looked amazing in the AAF. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, if Stanton, you know, he he's he's somebody with, with NFL experience, uh, I would imagine if he got cut, another team would want to pick him up. Um, they do have David Blau out of Colorado, uh, I believe. Purdue. Um, or Purdue, excuse yeah. me. Um, he He's somebody who's played in a wide-open offense and I guess you know has you know, maybe that kind of experience that could help out in the, in the XFL and be a play. I'm not, I'm not sure – Teams are going to be blown away from him, but I could see him ending up there if he doesn't catch on immediately uh, in the NFL. Yeah, I was going to say David Blau. I mean, more even though Garrett Gilbert was recently in a spring league, I think he played his way onto an NFL team for the yeah. rest of the season. Uh, Drew Stanton, who I think the shots he's gotten, he's been very underwhelming in the NFL. Could maybe fall backwards, and I don't know if a team would pick him up. But David Blau has the youth. The experience playing for, I mean, just coming playing for, from a, an offense like that at Purdue, I mean, he might be not ideal, but it's it's as good close as you're going to get is to drafting a a big a big school quarterback to the XFL right from college. I mean, if you're looking at rookies, he's one of them. I think that the XFL could be targeting. Yeah. Uh, and there's one of them da- coming up in uh, when we get to the AFC West that I'm really digging as well. But we're still in the AFC North. Uh, the Steelers, no Big Ben, no Mason Rudolph going anywhere. What about Josh Dobbs or Devlin Hodges? Josh Dobbs, very interesting because I could have said last year he should have been the second string quarterback to Big Ben. He pretty much was. He did come in for what one play, two plays, amazing plays. I don't yeah. think Josh. I think those plays alone and his athleticism. There's, the, it would be a score for the XFL to land Josh Dobbs, who's literally a rocket scientist. Uh, but I don't think he's there's any chance at the XFL getting him, and he would be an ideal XFL quarterback. Yeah, I I agree with you. I, but odds are the Steelers hang on to him. I think the Steelers hang on to Big Ben, Mason Rudolph, and Josh Dobbs. At least Josh Dobbs for one more year. And then uh, we'll see where he goes. What do you know about Devlin Hodges, the Samford uh, quarterback? Yeah, is I was I believe he was drafted, uh, or, or was he an unrestricted free agent? Uh, free agent, free agent. Free agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's just a camp arm. I, I I don't I don't know too much about him, but uh, the the Steelers I believe are pretty set in uh, in their quarterback room, and. Man, I I would say, would you say Dobbs though ideal quarterback for the XFL? Yeah, absolutely. Um, in the NFL, you know, pro style, maybe not quite his game, uh, but somebody who's certainly smart enough 
and uh, has an arm and athleticism that could really excel uh, in an XFL situation. The more I think about it, going back to David Blau, I just realized he played under Jeff Brom too. To have a quarterback who played for him, also look at the guys that these players have been coached by. That's going to go a long way, I think, in terms of the quality of the play in the XFL. Playing for a guy like Jeff Brom, he does a lot for quarterbacks, don't you think? There's there's a lot of guys in this in this league that have benefited from pl- playing for basically quarterback gurus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just look at um, uh, Patrick Mahomes right now, the the, the big hot commodity. Mm-hmm. Everybody's saying Cliff Kingsbury. He's that guy. God's gift to football, Cliff Kingsbury. Let's take it to the NFC North. And see the Bears, who have uh, Chase Daniel behind Mitch Trubisky, solid there. And then Tyler Bray, who is the third-string quarterback, the only third-stringer there. What do you think of Tyler Bray? Yeah, he's he's a guy that's bounced around a lot uh, in his career. Uh, you know, they signed him. I imagine that they're gonna they're gonna stay with him. I don't necessarily think he's you know, a big hot commodity for the XFL, but you know, I guess if he would somehow get cut, they could be after. I don't. Did he ever beat an SEC team when he was at Tennessee? I don't. Know. <laughs> well, I gotta well, say, year, what I, year would that have been? I don't know. I'm just impressed that there's still a Tennessee quarter. We just talked about two Tennessee quarterbacks still in the yeah. NFL in their mid twenties. I feel like they haven't produced anything at that position in a while, but Dobbs is, of course, the only one. Bray, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know how he's still surviving on practice squads. Not to, you know, diminish him at all. I'm just not super impressed. Um, no one from the Bears. What about the Lions? David Fails comes from the Dolphins. He's behind Tom Savage and Matt Stafford. I think it's a similar situation to the. Uh... To, to the bears that we just talked about um, where, you know, you got a guy who's been around on a bunch of different teams and, and he's the, they have obviously chosen him as the third guy. He's, you know, he's got NFL experience. I think they kind of know what they have in him. Yep. Yeah, uh, also you want a quarterback named fails. That's like having a kicker named blew it. Do you really want that at the end? Uh, well, I'll take the kicker named Blewett over the quarterback named Fields. I'll say that. Uh, the, the Green Bay Packers have Manny Wilkins, Tim Boyle behind Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Kaiser. This, this is another interesting one. I, I like Manny Wilkins coming from playing for uh, Herm. Herm Edwards. Yeah. yeah. I mean, athlete. Yeah, certainly an athlete. Is he... He maybe he is the kind of guy that you know would would really uh, shine in the XFL. Yeah, these both got both these guys are not well. One guy's a rookie, and then Tim Boyle's only twenty four, Eastern Kentucky quarterback. I mean, a guy like Tim Boyle, who the hell you know he's kind of just feels really bland. If you look at any scouting report on him, if you ever watched any tape on him, which I haven't, but I he just looks like a very he almost looks like a generic Madden-created player. Where Manny Wilkins, you watched him play Pac-12 football, running around, uh, you know, and he's picked up as a rookie by by Green Bay. He's dipping his toe in, but he's definitely not going to make an NFL roster, I would say, undersized quarterback. But if he's special enough in the athletic department, athlete department, that's something the XFL needs to be looking at. I'll mark him as a potential down the for the end of the show. Uh, the Vikings have Kyle Slaughter and Jake Browning behind Sean Mannion and Kirk Cousins. Uh, big Jake Browning fan. Uh, yeah, I I would I think this guy is going to make the club. I don't think the XFL is going to have a chance at him. Uh, but if they did, absolutely go after this kid. You think Jake Browning makes it? I, I think he's going to make the Vikings. I really do. Uh, but... You know, if if he does not somehow, uh, the XFL that's uh, that's where I think a lot of these you know these quarterbacks who you know either get drafted very late or don't get drafted at all and end up being this like fourth odd man out kind of guy. 
you go to the XFL for one year and really show what you got, and that could really open some eyes, and then, you know, boom, you're back in the NFL the next year. Now, I definitely call him ideal because especially if you can get him in Seattle, which we're not allocating to certain cities, but Jake Browning, would you say, what do we put the percentage of him being an, an XFL player at? Well, that's the thing. I don't. I think he's going to make an NFL roster. So zero percent. That that's yeah. I I will say twenty five percent. Uh, let's go back to the AFC now. Man, I would love if Jake Browning could get in. He's definitely an ideal. Um, AFC South. I can't believe you need to have way more than this behind Deshaun Watson with the offensive line you have in Houston. What are they doing? Joe Webb and A.J. McCarron, the two quarterbacks behind Watson, I mean, with a guy that you know is going to get hurt. I, I, well, yeah, I mean, they're not not ideal backups, but they've guys that you know have got NFL experience. I mean, they're both going to make the roster. I don't, you know, I don't. Yeah, yeah, they have to. In Houston, they're yeah. they're trying to shore up their offensive line, but I don't see either Webb or McCarron going anywhere. The Colts, uh, oh, here's an interesting one. So they have yeah. Philip, they have <laughs> Philip Walker, and they have the guy I've pegged as my XFL MVP, Chad Kelly, getting yeah. his fourth chance after some run-ins with the law. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if they let him in the league with those run-ins with the law. Um, but I. Uh, you know, I like this kid. He, the kid's got a ton of swagger. Uh, he can play. He can. He can play some ball. If I no could, doubt about that. If I could turn this into this is the XFL conspiracy show for just a second. Do is it unfathomable to think that the Colts signed Chad Kelly, not hoping to that he'll be their third stringer or second stringer, or even hoping he'll be on the practice squad? Do you think? They only signed him so that Andrew Luck can assess him and tell Oliver Luck what he thinks about him before the XFL signs him as a player. It's like a pre-interview assessment. I don't know if they need to be going to those lengths. I mean, they could call up any NFL team and you know ask him. Yeah, but could they in the locker room with Andrew Luck during all of training camp? Maybe they're going to share bunks at the camp there. I don't know how the Colts are doing it. Uh, I but, don't think Andrew Luck's <laughs> sharing a bunk with anybody. <laughs> Not well. I definitely would peg Chad Kelly as a potential XFL quarterback, but ideal anymore because of the run-ins in the law. Because if you take that away, hell yeah, he's an ideal XFL quarterback. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. You know, supposedly they're not going to you know have a lot of troublemakers in this league. But I guess we'll find out. Well, you know, I think that's kind of being eased up on. We've seen some players invited to camps already that have similar histories. Philip Walker, the Temple quarterback, what about him? Uh I don't know. I guess he he's I, I'm not he doesn't excite me. I'll I'll say I'll the say name, that. the name doesn't, but if you know oh, anything, yeah. I mean he went he was a winner in in college. This is a you know a guy who is one of those grinder type quarterbacks, undersized won football games, probably games he shouldn't have won. Um, I could see either or. I, I'm going to go 50-50. One of those guys, Kelly or Walker, will be an XFL quarterback. Interesting. Let's go to the Jaguars. Nick Foles, Tanner Lee, and then behind them, it's Gardner Minshew the second, and Alex yeah. Magoo. <laughs> I know we're both big Gardner Minshew fans. Uh, Is there anybody it, who isn't? I bet you people who like uh, – Washington in UW like Gardner Minshew. They have to. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he he's making an NFL team. So maybe Alex Magoo um, might find his way <laughs> to the XFL. Although find yeah, his, I, I, I get it. I get it. Find his way. Yeah. Although I don't know too much about Mister Magoo, <laughs> but uh, I it does. <laughs> Mister Magoo was recently waived by Seattle. Just so you know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see him making an NFL roster. I don't. He could, he could make his way to the XFL, but I don't see him being a, you know, a, a top tier one kind of guy. I'm trying to fathom a way Gardner Minshew. Nope, nope, no way. <laughs> we all want, we want him, but there's no way. Did they? They didn't draft him, did they? Was he I a draft thought, pick? I thought they did. 
Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Which looks like the sixth round here from these notes. Yep. Yep. Sixth round of, of 2019. No chance at Gardner Minshew, unfortunately. Ideal XFL quarterback? Gardner? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Me too. Um, Alex Magoo off the list completely. What about a Tanner Lee? And a, is he really an NFL second stringer? Did I guess I, he's going to have to be. Did I wake up right in a now. world where people are having Nebraska quarterbacks as their as their safety precaution? The black shirts are back. I don't know about that. Logan Woodside is backing up a pretty solid tandem in Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. Logan Woodside coming from the San Antonio Commanders of the AAF, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he's he's probably going to make it as the third guy. You would you would venture to guess that the Titans keep yeah they're going to keep him either way. Yeah. Um, that's a guy also I'd say like Garrett Gilbert he played his way into the league with the AAF. Uh, let's go to the NFC South now, where the Falcons have Kurt Ben Kurt backing up uh, Matt Ryan and Matt Schaub, who's uh, returned to the Falcons, I believe. Yeah, Ben Kurt has, isn't hasn't really impressed me, but I I guess if he's the third guy there, he's going to make it. I don't know about that. Like we said, there's going to by these third guys. If even if you're the on, only quarterback behind the solid, the solidified backup quarterback, you're not making a, ro- a roster or practice squad per se because there are a ton of guys out there who are going to get cut or you know leave or even traded to replace you like you don't see the Falcons maybe shoring things up with a Colt McCoy if if someone gets they might, up they or, might. Um, they might. But it, or if a, a better younger quarterback than Kurt Ben Kurt becomes available after getting cut he gets replaced I mean we're about to talk about uh JT Barrett in in New Orleans who might well, yeah, he's, he's on he's on my list as somebody who's going to the XFL. So I'll say, I'll say that one right now. Yeah. Well, the, well, before we get to the Saints, let's go Carolina. They draft Will Greer, and uh, they have Kyle Allen behind uh, yeah. Heineke and Cam Cam Newton. Yeah, I, I think Kyle Allen's got some potential. I yeah. I do not. Hell yeah. I do not. I do not think Will Greer is that great. Uh, but they did draft him, mm-hmm. so I suppose he's going to make the ball club. Oh, Kyle! Uh, Kyle Allen, I got for sure as as a potential, as, as a potential. Yeah. yeah, so young, and I mean XFL Houston. If these coaches have any say in who they get, um, I know you know June Jones wasn't there with him, but uh, coming from Houston and or even Dallas might even pick up a player like that. Anyone who's played in one of those spread out. Uh, offenses, you know, where you're do, asked to do multiple things, air raid, throwing it deep, throwing it quick. I mean, he's, I would say, not an ideal guy, but definitely a potential high, high percentage he gets a shot at the XFL, or at least a call from league officials. Yeah. Uh, Will Greer, zero. Uh, the Saints. I mean, yeah. this is the first team – we, we know they're three quarterbacks. They're not going. Yeah. Taysom Hill's not going anywhere. JT Barrett, though, you said is XFL bound. I, I think so. I, I don't. I don't think any other NFL team is going to be you know banging on his door. Uh, but you know he he's going to be the odd man out there, and I think yeah, I think he could uh, succeed in the XFL. I really do. That depends, though. We'll see if other teams come calling to him. Like I said, Kurt. Ben Kurt, but <laughs> JT Barrett. It's interesting. Is there a, an Ohio? I feel like there's a severe lack of Ohio State presence in the XFL, or even Big Ten in the XFL. Yeah, even or even Big Ten. Uh, you know, relationships. Like, say you want to lure JT Barrett, and you want to maybe use someone who's got an Ohio State connection or something like that. Do they have anyone like that to lure those kind of players? We've got a lot of SEC and Big 12 connections in the league. I, I don't think conference affiliations really going to matter that much. I don't, I don't say conference affiliation, but I'm saying the teams in those conferences, like you've got a lot of ability to get USC and UCLA guys. You've got people who are going to get you OU guys and, and Texas guys and and 
I don't know about how, how you're going to score, you know, convince these players maybe who are good who played in the Big Ten to to get there, except, you know, Pep's got the Michigan connection. Yeah, are you saying he's not going to pick JT Barrett then? No, I'm just saying, like, if you when you reach out to these players, because it's going to be kind of a free agent process, you, you want to have someone they recognize or they have a relationship with. It's someone like JT Barrett might be more difficult than someone, say, like, I don't know, uh, who do we talk about yet that has that connection? Um, like a Luke Falk, you know? Yeah. So, um, the Bucks. We'll go to the Bucks now. Ryan Griffin and Nick Fitzgerald sit behind Blaine Gabbert in yeah. James Winston. Nick Fitzgerald. I just don't. I like him as a player. I just don't think he's an NFL guy. He's um, not. But in the new NFL, is he? he you're talking about a big dude who could throw it good enough and can run uh, offense out of a shotgun very well. Can he throw it good enough? And you know, you can't just you know be a battering ram quarterback in the NFL. That's not Could he be in the uh, XFL? He could be in the XFL. I think players like Nick Fitzgerald are really being tailor made for the XFL or the XFL's tailor made making their game for him because of all the important short yardage plays that are going to happen in the XFL and with the double forward pass, a player like him I would definitely tab his ideal especially coming straight out of college right now. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um We'll see what happens with him. I I would bet the the Bucks keep him for some reason. I have a hunch. Uh, let's go to the AFC West, our final AFC division. Uh, the Broncos behind Drew Locke and Joe Flacco have Kevin Hogan and Brett Rippon. Brett Rippon, who I really like, another youngster, I think, who could thrive in the XFL. And then Kevin Hogan, I mean, with all these Stanford connections in the league, you could definitely see him playing. You could. Um, yeah, either of those guys. I really could see <clears throat> whoever, probably whoever doesn't make the team here is going to end up in the XFL. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. I really like Brett Rippon. Um, it's, this seems like his kind of league. Yeah. And, you know, Hogan's, he's got some experience there. Uh, was Hogan, want- was Hogan the immediate, uh, uh, heir to, to luck in Stanford? Ooh, I, he joined the NFL. No, I'm not. looking it up in 2016. So yeah, he'd have to have been, or maybe but, once removed. So if they keep ripping, are they really going to have two rookies behind Flacco? Uh, I that's, don't know if they're necessarily yeah, going to want to do. That. That's that's interesting. So then you you I think Ripon has a good shot. I'm definitely. Yeah. I'd say Denver is one of the top. Denver and Indy are the probably the top two quarterback uh, scenarios I'm watching through training camp uh, to our general patrons and anyone listening to this on a, on our delay. Uh, those two camps, I would say, if you're going to be clicking it to the NFL Network, seeing what's up at the, at the training camps and you want to read anything about backup quarterback situations, I'd like those two for sure because I definitely think we could see some high-caliber XFL talent on those teams, uh, leaving them after – the uh, camps and the season starts in the NFL. The Chiefs have Kyle Shermer, John Lovett, and uh, Chase Litton. Behind yeah, Chad right. Henney and Patty Mahomes. Yeah, there's a lot of guy there. Um, uh, it, Shermer, he, he, you know, I mean, he's gone up against the, the big-time competition, um, I, I suppose he could be somebody, but then you also got, you got Litton there. Who's got, you know, one year under his belt, you know, I don't know if that helps or not. Maybe they want to stick with him. It, yeah. But it, I guess maybe at the end of the day, I'm, as for an XFL team, I'm not tremendously enthused by any of these gentlemen. I'm not, but I would, I would keep an eye out on all three of them as potentials. Just because they're all so young, mm-hmm. and and you know the oldest of them, I think, is Chase Litton, and he's what look at yeah, twenty three. Um, young quarterbacks who could be developed still, uh, I think, are are going to be nice if the XFL can get those kind of players. Um, and here's now L.A. Chargers uh, situation. 
that Oliver Luck, in in an article in The Athletic, cited himself talking about Cardell Jones, who's playing behind Tyrod Taylor and Phil Rivers. Pretty damn good tandem there. Cardell Jones and Easton Stick are the two backups to those guys in L.A. Yeah, uh, Cardell Jones. Uh, yeah, it, it's possible his his times run out the in the NFL. Uh, it sounded he, like he, Oliver Luck really wants him. Yeah, and and hey, why not? I mean, he's a you know Good at one time he was he was somebody who's talked about being you know a top five NFL draft pick. Uh, you know this there was a lot of hype around this kid at one point. You know why not? I mean, I'm not saying he he's great, but you know for an XFL, sure. Um, I am going to say that because he was cited, it sounds, I would take that as the XFL will reach out to him. So definitely a potential ideal Cardell Jones. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, I guess so. Yeah. Cause he's, he's young enough and still is, you know, pretty damn good athlete. So we'll see. Um, but there's other guys I would choose above him. Easton sticks, a rookie North Dakota state, um, yeah, I don't know. Undersized? Probably not. Uh, the Raiders have Mike Glennon behind Derek Carr and Nathan Peterman. <laughs> they cut yeah. they cut Landry Jones and kept Nathan Peterman. It hasn't worked out for him so far in the NFL, at least production wise. But the, you know, I, th- I think I think John Gruden would agree that this guy's a football player. This guy and, and, is a football player. That's that cannot so, be debated. But other I things mean, about his, the quality of his play can be debated. Yeah, he he's somebody who would do well in the XFL. I really believe that. Um, but yeah, he's right now he's he's the third guy on that roster. So I I presume that they're going to keep data him. or data, however you want to say that word. I would say the data behind uh, Nathan Peterman is stay away. XFL or NFL, but I'm ha- I hope I'm rooting for him to be a Raider for sure, and hopefully the starting Raiders quarterback at some point this year. I don't know what a mess. Uh, final final uh, rundown of a division here: the NFC West. Uh, Kyler Murray comes in; he's backed up by Brett Hundley in Arizona, and then after him, it is Chad Canoff and Drew Anderson, who are. Not uh, made-up names from NCAA uh, 14, Vince. Yeah, uh, could have been. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about either. We're of these not two guys. scouts. See, we're not scouts. We're not. We've. We could tell you who we've watched in a lot of college football and read about. These are deep-cut names. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you go beyond Division One, it gets a little difficult. Uh, but. Yeah, I, you know, if either of these, you know, I guess maybe one of them is going to make the team in Arizona. Yeah, but let me just say this also. If it's announced the XFL has signed their eight tier one quarterbacks, every guy making over $250,000, some up to six, and one of them is Chad Canoff. Is it Chad Canoff, tier one player in the XFL? Are your is your reaction going to be a lot of murmuring and saying what the, what what ah uh, uh, well I mean I'm 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 willing to give everybody a chance you know I mean the the quality of the play is what's going to be important you it's know the maybe these guys the will be able to fit in and and really spin it out there I would then we're, there's got to be some co- sort of amazing scouting report on one of these guys for them to get a tier one contract i would think uh john wolford brandon allen in la with the rams are behind blake bortles and jared goff what do you think about those two i believe wolford was with san diego in the aaf possibly okay um Uh, i know he was he's an acc quarterback right yeah, Louis Wake Forest, Wake, I yeah, Wake. And yeah. Brandon Allen's the Arkansas quarterback, who I was never a real big fan of, and I watched a lot of him play undersized. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. again, you know, one of these guys is going to make it, but, you know, somebody might be destined for the XFL here, but I don't see tier one player in either of these guys. Um, I could, 
actually. I could see it. I could wow. see it happening because of the experience of Wolford. And not that Brandon Allen's bad and undersized. It's just that I've seen he got murdered a lot <laughs> playing the quarterback mm-hmm. position. Um, and uh, we got a message here from one of the general patrons. Wolford was with the Arizona Hot Shats in the AAF. I knew I'd recognize the name. Uh, San Francisco. 49ers. They've got Wilton Spate and C.J. Bethard and Nick Mullins behind G- the God's gift of quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I, I really like C.J. Bethard. Uh, I really like Nick Mullins, who I think okay. is going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL one day. All right, so we both think those guys are going to make it, so I guess Wilton Spate is not. Oh, but uh, he's so and- bad. Oh, I... Th- well, if- yeah, I don't think he's good either. His um, only chance okay. is if Pep Hamilton loves him. Yeah. So, but I, I, he's not a tier. He's not tier one potential. I think. I don't think any of those guys could play in the XFL. Two of them because I think they're just way too ingrained and liked by NFL people. Uh, the Seahawks, our final team, they bring in Paxton Lynch and Geno Smith to back up Russell Wilson. All the money in Russell Wilson. So that's all you get behind him. You better hope he always plays. Otherwise, it could get ugly there for Pete Carroll. Or maybe Pete Carroll makes one of those guys look like a pro bowler. I don't know about that. Uh, Geno Smith is not good. Um, (laughs) And and I don't don't think he would be good in the XFL. I just don't think his game lends to that. Now, Paxton Lynch, uh, I've heard some reports out there that he was being targeted for the XFL. But you got to think that he makes the team, though, in Seattle. He's currently listed as their immediate backup to the highest-paid quarterback and, in the world. You know, G, you know, Geno Smith's not the backup, so I... Could you see Geno Smith being an XFL quarterback? I would hope that Mr. Oliver Luck would, you know, just put aside his, his love for his alma mater and realize that Geno Smith is Pat... He's a little past due if we're just talking straight up, you know, player assessment. He's just a little bit, little bit long in the tooth. To not even that old, but so many chances and has failed. Right? I mean, just not looked yeah. good at all. Uh, but then yeah, again, he, that is in the NFL, and this is a different game in the XFL. Yep. I would say he's a, a possibility, and that brings us to our final list here. So we want to thank all the general patrons who listen live on the youtube channel if you're a patreon you join the patreon on whatever tier if you're part of the good crisp football tier good crisp football more often than not that's the tier where most live shows are going towards sometimes we'll lower it but the good crisp football tier gets you the live shows and sometimes we'll do these these live shows we'll know about them well in advance like this one sometimes we randomly turn on the microphones and we do a show and uh you get to listen live on the youtube channel we provide uh, all the information and the links exclusively to the patrons who give to the Patreon. And if you are on the main feed, this show was recorded about a week ago, and uh, you could have got it a week in advance. Maybe some things changed. Maybe by now, it, it, Vince, in the future, Luke Falk and Chad Kelly were already signed by the league. We can only hope. Yeah, I, I would hope for sure for both of those guys because I have them as two of my ideal XFL quarterbacks as we were going through this list I don't know if you were marking names I marked a whole bunch of potentials that we'll post along with the sh- the this the show the audio portion of the show but my ideal guys Vince that I marked were Brett Rippin, Luke Falk, Chad Kelly and uh I believe one more in the NFC Nick Fitzgerald Nick Jake Browning and Nick Fitzgerald I guess and then we'll throw Eric Dungy in there and the the theme a lot for mine are really young guys who are just stepping into the pros but that's that's, you want to get them you want to get them while they're young and hungry and impressionable yeah Yeah, there's a lot of guys out there that are ready to prove themselves that did you mark anybody specifically that I didn't mention? I I had the guys that you you had written down there I, I think that about covers it and Again, uh, if you're looking at quarterback camps in the NFL to keep an eye on with an XFL lens, my advice, uh, Denver with Hogan and Rippon, and I think we said the Colts, right, with uh, Walker and Chad Kelly. Were there any other teams that we should keep that you're going to watch? Oh, well, 
I'll I'll be watching the Giants. I'll be watching. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Vikings probably. See Jake Browning. Uh, and and Luke Falk. I'm interested to see what he does in in New York. Yeah, and you know what? Throw in the Patriots, even though we don't like them. Danny Etling. We'll see what happens. Maybe he beats out Jarrett Stidham and Stidham becomes available. You never know with Bill Belichick. Uh, but it's going to be really fun NFL training camp season this year because we're going to be watching this you know, for the XFL. If you're an XFL fan and looking forward to the league, quarterbacks who will play in the league are going to be in these NFL training camps. We just named pretty much all of them. And uh, now you can go out and enjoy your July and August uh, watching – snippets on the nfl network and perusing the internet will continue to do so again i want to thank all of our gentle patrons for giving to the patreon listening live anybody who subscribes to the feed thank you so much tell your friends at xfl show on twitter facebook and instagram for vince i'm alan this is the xfl show remember they're listening This bonus show is made possible by listeners like you and our patrons. Go to patreon.com slash this is the XFL show and join a tier today. Tiers range from $1 to $25. And when you join, the Patreon offers you extra bonus content related to the XFL, like full shows, bonus shows, specialty shows, live shows, and a whole lot more. We also do a weekly show dedicated to all the football outside the XFL. It's all going down on patreon.com slash this is the XFL show. Thanks for listening, and keep on riding down the road to 2020 with us.